0: Welcome to Drop the Ball, where we give you your weekly update on the world of professional sports and current events. I'm Dre. This Charles, Kevin, and Devo you know the team. Let's get right to it. The NCAA Women's National Championship was won yesterday, y'all, and South Carolina won. Be UConn. Let's just talk about that. you I feel like it was really competition. It was winning most of the game, right? Like.
1: I mean, it was it was definitely competition. For the simple fact that it was three number one seeds in the final four. So I feel like the competition was up there. But when it came to skill and talent wise, South Carolina was literally better than any other team. So I I honestly had Baylor winning it all, but at the end of the day, South Carolina showed that they were just a better team all tournament.
2: Yeah, they system and a coach like. Got one of the best coaches you feel me just so second go around and around us i believe maybe more than that but i know she has did this before so she just proven that you know she knows she's doing with her system and she can put everything together and that they they trust in her and they trust within themselves and they just get they got the job done for real you feel I me mean, they put them away like it was it's comp it was competition but even even with like it being you know like, equally competition or doing that, you still – you still going to see who's actually here together, who's actually together, who is actually playing five-on-five. Five Stanford was going, Three-on-five. I mean, you would have thought so.
0: Yeah, G, I just feel like when it comes to March Madness, the competition just be, like, everywhere. And it's a chance you could really lose to a team that's not supposed to make it. Or not, lose not, anybody. not supposed to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a lower C team.
3: And it's Anybody like, beat. that's so
0: crazy because it's really only it's one game. Like, in yeah, actuality, when you really think about it, watching the NBA and professional sports, you get, I mean, besides the NBA, but, like, even in hockey, baseball, NBA, all three of them, it's a series. But the NFL is one game, G, And You you are part of that. Like, in college, just the fact that it's one game, you got to put all – you can literally have one bad game. You could be way better than a team and have one bad game and get smoked. Mm-hmm. And like it's always like that. Yeah,
2: that's all, that. That's all teams gotta think about.
0: Yeah, that's why it's crazy. I thought Duke was gonna, you feel me. I thought Duke was gonna win it, man. I didn't think they was gonna lose to North Carolina. I ain't gonna lie, they but gonna I got lose. Kansas winning it, though. Best believe that. I definitely got like Kansas is doing I got Kansas no. winning it, man. Sorry, man. I got
2: Kansas. North Carolina too. money
1: line. North Carolina money line. <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs>
2: It was plus one. It was plus plus something too. I think the last time I seen it was like plus like one thirteen. They
1: knocked yeah. out my last team that was going to be in the championship. So North Carolina got to win now.
2: They got. <laughs> they just, just they just did that to Duke, bro. They just broke. They, they bogus, man. Yeah, I can't believe that shit. They lost. Yeah, I ain't think Coach K, Coach K was
0: going to lose like that. But y'all, know, y'all <laughs> seen something
2: that was crazy too. This is
3: Coach K lost his first game. In NCAA against Duke, he ain't lost his last game against Duke. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: guess, I'll I guess that. North Carolina. I guess North Carolina. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah that, you that's know.
3: crazy. I mean, because, I, mean <laughs> I was, it was just,
2: I was just
1: gonna say devil. I was gonna say, uh for this matchup tonight, man, I feel like North Carolina just has the better overall team. We got Armando Baykai, yeah, he had over twenty rebounds. First of all, he a true warrior, bro, because when he went down with that ankle injury, I thought his like, college career was over with. But for him to come yeah, back really, from yeah. that and show like, he's a valuable asset to the team, that just showed how much heart that North Carolina got.
2: Then Caleb Love, I he feel on like,
1: fire. none of them guards can guard Caleb Love on that team. Yeah, right? yeah he's nice. Um, Kansas they got, got o- O'Shea Obagi, or, or whatever the guy's name is. He's talented, but Overall, I feel like
0: they got a secret weapon.
1: North Carolina's offense is way better than um Kansas' offense.
0: I think they got a guy like uh Brady Manek. I think he really they secret weapon. He rebound, he pass, and he can score and he can shoot. And I was I watching about whole game. he
1: uh, had a dub last game, didn't he? More than
0: but that. he was three for six. No, he actually he shot 40% from the field, but he was three for six and three with four rebounds. I think he had like 16-15 points. G. That's so been, yeah, been like that's every game. Yeah, like that's low key not bad. It's just like his stats, like he all around player. So he really just benefit the team and like being all around, being in all kind of spaces, getting rebounds, G, and being able to score. He a because he could shoot. Like, in actuality, he being a what a poor he a forward. Granted, but he's super tall. He kind of slow, so you wouldn't expect him to be able to shoot the way he do. And every time, money. Money, but what y'all think the score gonna be? Because it ain't finna be no. I still got Kansas. I ain't gonna lie to you I'm, I'm betting taking both teams money line, but I got North, Kansas. North Carolina seventy nine,
1: Kansas seventy two. I see it. Charles, yeah.
0: what y'all
3: think? I think it's gonna be the, the lowest score, probably like you say sixties. It's. I feel like sixties. Yeah, because I mean. I feel like that, that's what gives you the best chance to win in a situation like this is your defense. You know what I'm saying? It's a one game. You can't just bank on your offense if it's not already clicking. So I feel like both teams might come out with a defense and it might be like 60, 65, you North know Carolina. Like? Mm. Um I kinda
2: I kind of agree with Eva on this one. I think there might be like 79, 74. North Carolina away, just because it's, like, defense, like, they definitely do got to bank on their defense, but at the same time, that's not even North Carolina game, for real. They going to they gonna try to match you in scoring. So you got to match them in scoring because they got scores, for real. So you just got to really try to keep up the pace with them. And if you don't, you're going to get lost.
0: <laughs> and I, I don't know
2: if Kansas is going to be able to do it. I do. Go ahead, go ahead, Drake.
0: Uh, I was gonna say I got Kansas eighty-one to North Carolina seventy-eight.
1: Missed three-pointer in the game. I, I say like, and I feel like this is how it's gonna go, and this is how I, I seen it happen with Duke and North Carolina last game. Um, every time somebody scored, they scored in like seven seconds or less. They were they were just scoring so fast and efficiently to the point where I feel like it's gonna be a game of runs where teams not gonna be worried about defense, perhaps. They're gonna worry about oh yeah, we got to get this next bucket. Like we gotta, we gotta score every possession. And, and, that's how at, and that's how I was looking at the last seven minutes of the Duke and North Carolina game. So I just feel as though like it's gonna be the same way, same pace, same um like teams play at a about the, you know, similar pace up tempo style basketball so i just feel like they're just be running gun like they're going to worry, worry about scoring so much that defense is not going to be a priority cuz i look at kansas ross i don't see any lockdown defenders yeah
0: kansas Martin, is a, Martin, a high Martin. scoring team yeah so it's going so it's definitely going to definitely gonna be one of those mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. dang i'm i'm nervous now
3: i they want to get too somebody harsh.
0: spread. I want to take somebody's spread, but that spread going to be interesting. I think Kansas is going to start off winning the first half, and I think North Carolina just going – they're going to go on a run, and it's going to go down to, like, the last couple of possessions. I feel like that's exactly how it's going to be, because North Carolina probably might play a lot more defense in the first half. Then it's like, all right, y'all really can't score with us for real, and now we're figuring out how to play y'all. Now we're going to stop y'all from scoring and put up our own points.
2: I mean, I mean, you can try to see, uh, well,
0: man. McCormick go guys? who? It's
2: only two first halves, bro. It's only two first halves. Hey, man, look, they're they they coming through. They are. They've seen what they they seen what they could do against talent for real. North I'm Carolina been on like, this
1: stage before. I feel like it ain't nothing they ain't seen. Um, they got that experience. There's been a couple guys on that team that uh, you know, even though Hubert Davis is their coach now, uh. Hubert Davis was under uh, Coach Roy Williams until he retired for such a long time. So I feel like that experience is going to be a, a factor. Bill Self, he hasn't really went this far in the um, national championship in quite some time.
0: Yeah, so I can agree with that.
1: I, I got to I gotta side with the experience on this. I feel like um, North Carolina definitely going to outsmart them and outplay them in a sense and like when when the game slows down i feel like north carolina going to have an advantage cuz they have the balanced tempo where
3: they can be up tempo but they can also play half court yeah. yeah i, I, I agree cuz i think <clears throat> that coaching experience is going that might be end up being like the x factor with like both of these <sighs> offensive power teams it might just come down to which coach can outsmart the other as far as like schemes on mm-hmm. offense and so I definitely agree with you on
0: that one. Yeah, because it ain't always about how the players play. I mean, that's a really big part. But the coaching, the coaching style, play style, always going to be low key, just as big as a part <clears throat> as the players playing. So I definitely agree with that. Man, this this going to be an interesting game tonight. Oh, yeah, I rotation, gonna be
2: rotation, over and everything. Rotation definitely yeah. plays a part. All of that. Knowing when to put in the right players at the right time. times so. say when you need those shooters in, when you need – how long you need a man for, when you got to switch out the defenders, all, all that plays a big – especially in close games, like, this one might be a nail-biter for real all the time. And I, it, just, and it, it might be in about three. It might be in bad three. It's probably
1: busting. People got to look at it like this, like, even though Villanova's not a a bad team, they were one of the best teams in that conference, which is the Big East. Big When you think of Big East, you don't think of many – Prominent teams coming out of conference, as we look at the ACC, where the talent is way deeper and is way more stacked. So I feel like North Carolina had the toughest road to the championship, and Kansas, it was a little bit on a back burner. You know what I'm saying? Like Villanova is not a Duke at the end of the day. So when you look at that, it's like, oh, I feel like. North Carolina has met their toughest match already by beating Duke. Because I feel like Duke is a way better team than Kansas, honestly. Oh, so yeah, for um, uh, sure. I say experience going to kick in. Um, even though Kansas has a pretty experienced team with, like, the team being senior and stuff, like, it doesn't matter about that because when the experience comes down to tournaments and how many times you've been in a tournament, like, North Carolina wins every time with that. And Hubert Davis – also, uh, been to the national championship under Coach Roy Williams, so that's what I'm saying. I just, I just feel like North Carolina going to edge this one out, just because they're the ninth seed. Don't sleep on them, y'all. No, no, definitely.
2: Not. <laughs> they, they here. They have to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> all that rank, all the rankings and stuff, it matters, but it doesn't matter because, like you say, it's different conferences that they coming out of. So they could been nice ninth and eighth seed, but if they was in the Big East, they'd probably be first or second. You feel me? So, yeah, that, yeah don't
0: but, mean, that don't mean nothing. Yeah, but moving on to something more interesting. Brittany Gardner is currently being held in jail for another two months inside a Russian prison. Do y'all feel like the media is giving this enough attention?
3: No, no, not at all. I actually
0: haven't seen it um,
3: broadcast. Maybe, maybe it's on me a little bit, because maybe it hasn't been broadcast. But I heard about this stuff from y'all in the group chat. I didn't even, like, I didn't see it on Instagram. I wasn't, like, nobody was talking about it publicly. Um, and it just, it just baffles me a little bit. Uh, I know we were talking about it a little bit yesterday, you know, like, the the thought process behind keeping it low. But still, it's like, at a time like this, you know, y'all got a, I got a black woman out of her country in a terrible situation. And yeah. it seemed like we can't get her no help but we definitely have the resources too. So yeah. I feel like that's, that is a, that uh, just shows, you know, how like, you know, black women are treated today, you know, as far as like, just not being a priority to, you know, being taken care of. Because you got Brittany Griner, who's like one of the biggest athletes in the WNBA. Like when you think of the WNBA right now, you, you would think of her face along with a few others. So for, you know, for this story to not have the coverage and the severity of the situation, it doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Yeah, it feels like they just, I don't know, they've put some kind of media on it. You've read some articles, but it's not trending on the news every day. If it was like, mm-hmm. not to compare other sports, but if it was Tom Brady, LeBron, if it was Steph Curry, or if it was it you feel me, Patrick Mahomes, like, one of the famous more male athletes in in general, I feel like it would be taken more seriously. And I just feel like that's something that's like really interesting, but I just feel like it's more so a thing against women. Like I feel like it's just not, not even, even more importantly, black women, but women in general, like they're just not, things that happen to them are not taken seriously or they're not taken as seriously. And I just feel like that's something that's really a big issue and the media doesn't see it that way. They don't, give women the attention that should that, that should be given to
1: them. Uh, yeah, definitely. I gotta I gotta say I definitely hold these um these sports blogs, uh some of the NBA players accountable for not you know promoting this situation and, and shedding light on it because you will promote anything else in the NBA um first take undisputed. You will talk about all these different events, um, who's in the MVP race? Who's the best player? LeBron is LeBronette. You want to talk about the Lakers, you want to talk about these different teams around the NBA, but you don't want to touch on the situation that's going on with Brittany and Russia. Right? I don't understand it. It's just like, that goes to show that the, the media doesn't appreciate black women and they don't appreciate black women in sports. Um, they do the same thing with Naomi Osaka, the same thing with um, Serena Williams. So it's just like, even though they weren't in the similar situation as Brittany Griner was, you see, like, how it takes one time for the black women in sports to mess up, how they can be portrayed as. All over at news. The, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we're all human, so we make mistakes. But it's just like, I feel like when it comes to the women's side of, of the spectrum, they always get the short end of the stick, and I don't appreciate that. And it's just like, oh, when it happens with women, it's just move on. But when it happens with men, it's like, oh, let's stop the whole NBA. The the whole world just stops, in a sense, to cater to the NBA players. But when it comes to the WNBA, talking about this, that, and the third, people act like they can't have an opinion. People act like they can't speak on these certain topics when that whole narrative needs to change. Because if one person doesn't spark the change, how is that change going to happen?
0: Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I definitely, I, I, Devo, you actually really said everything that I was just thinking for real about just the fact of how they how they just portray our women and how they just been doing them and, and the fact that it would have been totally different if it was, you know, an NBA player like Dre, say, or whatever the case may be. You feel me? The fact that it's WNBA players, it seemed like, oh, well, I mean, I hope she get out, but ain't nothing to do with me, like. Like, no, it has something to do with everybody, like, everybody, like, all of us. Like, first off, she is she is from here, bro, you feel me? Like, that's something to do with all of us as people, you feel me, as a nation, supposedly, right? That This should be, this is very important. Like, this This should be, like, a warning, like, every day. Like, she is still not, we need, need to worry about trying to get her out of there. She's not supposed to be over there. And then for the little charge that they're supposed to trying to charge her for, it's insane, and I've seen people that was that have posted it or shared it, whatever the case may be. And I've seen some people just say like ignorant stuff, like, "Well, that's her fault." Like, you hear me? They shouldn't keep her in that for that long, but that's her fault. She should never had it. Like, what? Like, you don't know what she's going through mentally, physically, and none of that. She away from her people. She was in Russia. You think you like you don't know what what she had going on if she had something of like you know some some type of marijuana, whatever the case may be, or oil, that that was something that she had that was helping her cope with her life or whatever thing that's going on. I feel like people just not looking at them as actual human beings. They everybody looking at them as athletes just because they can getting paid this amount of money. And it's like that doesn't matter. Like they are still human beings. And she is somebody that's just as important as anybody anybody else. You feel me? Anybody else in this situation, it shouldn't be uh like a higher maintenance request that should be put in and nothing like that. Like it's like urgent, we need to be making sure that she getting out of there and she good. I just feel like they just not doing a great job at that. Like it's not, it's not being covered at all enough.
1: Yeah, I just, I want to say one more thing. The media paid more attention to Tom Brady's- uh, Retirement. Uh, I guess, no, not even retirement, him coming back to the NFL from retirement didn't pay attention mm-hmm. to the situation with Brittany Grinder when yeah. he's, she's literally getting affected mentally, physically, like, psychologically.
0: She's in a prison in another country,
1: like, as a that woman. like that, that is way different than prison in the United States.
2: Yeah. And she's like, from the United States. And she's in Russia. Like, we already know, like, you think what's been going on between Russia and the United States for, for years. And it's like, they have one of ours, like. I know what they might be doing to her, bro. They might be torturing her, anything, bro. Y'all don't and know she's what they celebrity doing to her, bro. And she's so it can a celebrity.
0: They could send a message, me? too.
2: Yeah, like, yeah, like that. No, that should have been urgent. As soon as they found out she was there, they should have sent. It should have been a bunch of troops. They should have tried to sneak some troops in. Us. So I don't know what they're doing. I can't say. But they should have let us notify us at least that they're doing something. You feel me? To make us feel like they actually trying other than just like, oh, just like oh it's it's on the news that she there like have y'all sent somebody there y'all sending people y'all you know making sure we got money to have other people that's in ukraine that need help you y'all giving them help but not helping our own that's weird
0: yeah that's weird do you think that so do y'all think that professional sports women are not taken seriously because of skills or because or because of gender
3: it's gender bro. it's gender inequality skills or gender as much as it is uh, the the revenue, because uh, everything is just more than the revenue. Even it's the agenda, uh, what looks good, you know, like what are people paying attention to? If you know, people already don't take uh, women as athletes serious. It's not like you know these these and networks are going to push it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's like what the, what's happening with Brittany Griner is a perfect example of that, like a, a perfect example. The WNBA already does not get a lot of uh, like it's not already taken seriously. So the fact that one of their players is gone, it's like oh well. No, that's kind of how the media is taking it. Because it's so many stories they get a lot of coverage, but y'all got to think about stories that get a lot of coverage. Like Tom Brady coming back from retirement. That's speaking to like three generations, like yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that will generate the money. That's to generate the clicks. Britney Grind is not as popular, and that has to do with us as fans, uh, and also the media because it's it's just like everybody looks at women as afterthought in, in a lot of lights, and this is like. This is just showing the negative side of that, you know. Especially the, in the sports wise too, like yeah, yeah.
2: like especially sport wise, they looking at as when a lot of people look at women's sports as, like, like, like men are better at it. Like at this sport, like basketball, tennis, you know, different stuff like that. If it wasn't for you know certain women coming through, like Serena Williams and Venus uh, Williams, and you know all of those type of people that women that came through if they didn't come through the way like they did and the women that came through before them then you know tennis would be looked at differently too soccer you know most it's it just certain it's just certain sports that's like like that women take as like that's their sport some men even try to take it away and belittle the sport like oh that's not a sport you know like that's just that you know like I get it. I get what y'all concept of a sport is. But if that's what they feel like, that's what a sport is. And if that's what it is, And we should still shine the light on that sport. You feel me? Because it's still competition. It's still something that's going on. You feel me? It's, it's still two different opponents. It's competition wise. It's a score, whatever the case may be. You know, it's still the same as it's still the same. And I feel like we need to like. Like us as fans of all sports or us as fans of basketball, you know, we got to just try to just do better at giving them that 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 fan base that they need, that media coverage that they need for real, you know, because if somebody don't start and nobody's going to, not one, if we don't start, next people might not even do it, might not even think about it. They just going to continue to go on and everybody's going to continue to try to do like forget about them, you know, and that's not cool because there's some women that I've seen and open gyms that killed many many a dudes. Many of dudes I've seen in the open gyms for real. YMCA, all of that, you know, so it's not like they can't compete against us or compete with us. They definitely have. I've seen them do it. It just that's how they, they view. It.
0: Yeah, I just feel like it's like not even I don't think it's a gender thing. Well, no, I do think it's a gender thing, but I think it's more so of a like. I don't think it's skill. Like in terms of skill, there are actually a lot of women that are a lot of that are better than a lot of men. But also, I think it's just probably because it's more excitement of men watching men do it. It's just like why would I watch women sports if you feel me? If it's more exciting than men, and I feel like that's kind of become the stereotype for a lot of stuff when you think about baseball and then actual softball like a lot of people don't even know colleges have softball for women to play like mm-hmm. and that's real and it's just like a lot of people don't understand that well it's just it's not really something that started now it's like i feel like it just started a long time ago whereas it's, it's gender equality like devil said they're slowly building their way up to get the attention that they need they've gained the respect in certain aspects. A lot of times they don't respect women. They don't respect their skill, nor they respect the fact that they're still professional athletes as well, and they should be treated as such, which is why it's just like, I don't think it's necessarily a skill thing. I think if you actually just give them a, that the attention that they need and respect, it, respect that they need, then you will start to see that it's not really much different between men and women, except for the gender, like, in, our, in all actuality. And that's just how it's always been. If I notice for men's and women's sports, and it's just like it's at some point it gotta change. Even though women are excelling in sports, honestly, and doing very good at it and gotten better at it over the years, they still don't get the attention they are because they're women and it's something that's just have been instilled in like children coming up. Like I have told my brother to watch you feel me when WNBA games know about women who are hoopers, like I've told him myself to watch it. Cause I decided to watch that. At home my dad didn't tell me that. You know what I'm saying? And it's something you have to go out and find on your own versus you walk in the crib, you walk in a barbershop, NBA on, you feel me? NFL on, mm-hmm. baseball on. Like, and it's just like, it's a part of the culture to not pay attention to the WNBA, but to encourage it as a kid. So it's like, it's weird that it's not a part of culture to, embrace it as much for women as we do for men. And I feel like that's something that's like a part of black culture, all types of cultures in general, to be honest.
1: Honestly, bro, like you say, like they're getting attention now. But in my opinion, I feel like they still not getting the recognition they deserve. I feel I like I agree. I feel sure. like these athletes are just putting these women on these shows to make them feel like oh okay like this is what you want here you go. I feel like they still not getting the, the proper treatment, the proper like the proper treatment consists of the same revenue that these NBA players are getting. You know what I'm saying? No because they, they, they go out there and play the same game every, every day, every season, every minute of their day, every hour, just as much as LeBron James, just as much as Kevin Durant. And for them to always get the short end of the stick, I feel like that like the recognition and appreciation starts by, increasing those checks for those women. You know what I'm saying? Because just like LeBron just like Katie and just like Kyrie has families, those women have families as well. And at the same time, if those women are playing at a high level, just like those men are, then I feel like they should be compensated as such, just like the men. Just because a woman is not dunking the basketball, just because a woman is not doing the things that a man is physically capable of, I just feel like the reward should still be the same on both sides. Even though we don't live in a world like that, sadly, where it's just like, oh, yeah, two genders can be equal in something, the change in the narrative needs to change somewhere. It needs to start somewhere.
0: Like, it yeah. needs
1: to happen yeah. now yeah. with the NBA, because the NBA has the most autonomy when it comes to basketball. Yeah. So use your autonomy effectively. You spend so much money on sponsorships, so spend so much money on building these new facilities, these new arenas. You could be partnering with the WNBA and make some stuff happen. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you wanted to do more, you'll do more. And I feel like these NBA teams don't want to do more.
2: They just – shout out to those that have – Yeah, shout out to the NBA players that have uh, – That have actually, you know, and shout out to, Ky- to Kyrie, the Kyrie, Kyrie. Kyrie is uh, one big one that I hear too.
1: Kyrie is definitely a advocate for uh for women in sports. But I feel like it just got to – it can't be Kyrie. Like, it takes yeah, it a village. Be. It takes mm-hmm. a village, man. So I feel like everybody needs to just come together – and actually make something happen instead of just pushing it to the side or giving women the bare minimum, like, like, huh, here you go. It should yeah. be, oh, we're trying to help. We're trying to, you know, increase the the attention. We're trying to increase, increase the awareness of, you know, women in sports. But it's going to be hard to do that if you ain't got that support. And I feel like the NBA has tons of support. I just feel like we're not – like the NBA not doing enough.
0: Yeah, I feel like we as a society – um, Kind of just we help their pockets as well as their counterparts need to help their pocket, Uh, not even help their pockets, but really help get them the attention that they need. Because it's actuality, it's the media. The media really control how I feel like the WNBA is portrayed. Yeah, I feel like the media is a very plays a very big role in a kind of attention that they get. And I feel like the media is plays a big part in how it's not like you don't hear about it, you don't see about it as much. And I feel like that's something that. It's really not talked about a lot. We don't always see press conference and post-game conferences after women's basketball games or WNBA games. Like, we see it trending all the time for WNBA. We never see it at all. I mean, we see it all the time for the NBA, but we don't always see it for the WNBA. And it's just, like, it's crazy. Like, a lot of people probably don't even pay attention to the draft of the WNBA. Like, don't don't even know when it is. Don't even know when it is. So it's like, it's crazy when you think about they got the same things that their counterparts have, and they're not getting no attention, or people don't know about it. But,
1: I didn't even know when the Chicago Sky Parade was, and I'm from Chicago.
0: They did yeah. the bogus, bro. They had them coming at night, People coming at nine AMG on a Tuesday to come yeah, to they, us yeah. for a parade. Yeah, that, I'm like, come yeah, on, was, bro. I'm, I'm like, come on, Chicago, bro. Like y'all could come on, bro. Like they why was y'all podcast leave?
1: on ABC ABC South Chicago when it could have been on ESPN ESPN two or something? These are the
0: Chicago. world champions.
1: Like
2: champions. World champions. they just won the whole thing. Like what are we talking about? Like these, like they disrespected them. Like on a Tuesday, if that was the Bulls winning the championship, we ain't won a championship. Since School, is out. We, School is, is everything out. Is everything, everything is closed. Everything is closed. We are having a. It's everything. We 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 starting Tuesday and finishing Sunday. That's how they bumming for them. Like. That's not cool, bro. That that I seen I I was talked about that so much to people when we when that first had happened. That just that was crazy though. That is crazy. That was a great but, point to bring up.
0: Yeah, man. That's that's crazy. I have, I'm glad you brought that up. But yeah, for real, moving on. Hot takes. Devil, go on here, man. What you got for us this week, man?
1: This week's hot takes is brought to you by Devin Moody. <laughs> 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 So this week's hot take comes from me. Um, I said that the Memphis Grizzlies are my favorites to go to the NBA Finals
2: from
3: the Western Conference. That's a hot take. It sounds
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's like a it's like it's like one of those like you know those fairy tales that's like it starts all good at the at the beginning and then at the end you feel me like. The villain Everything wins. okay
0: over there, man? <laughs> you all good, bro? What what possessed you to say this? I just would like um, to know, my brother. A 20 and two without Ja?
1: Yes. And another thing, if you know me, I I literally just said this to y'all yesterday. I'm a fan for the youth in the NBA. I don't want to yeah. keep seeing the same people win every year, every year. Like, I'm I'm different when it comes to my view of sports. Like. Ja, that man is our age, killing the, the top hitters in the league. He literally smoked the Warriors every game of this year.
2: Mm-hmm. And they just beat the Suns.
1: And they just beat the Suns without Ja Moran.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So my thing is, it's like you have a team that has, you know, they have shown us time and time again that they're here, it's different. It's one thing to do that with, with your star player. But it's another thing to do that without your star player, and, and they're still here. And I feel like that's something a lot of teams couldn't do without their star player. Mm-hmm. You see, the Warriors, mm-hmm. the Warriors are going through a, a slump right now without Steph. But they still have Klay Thompson and Jordan Poole, and that's still not enough. John ja Moran is the heart and soul of the Grizzlies. You take him out the lineup, everybody stays the same. Everybody stays consistent. And not only, most of those games, it wasn't even without Ja. Some games it was without Desmond Bain and Ja. Some games it was without Ja and Jaron Jackson. And I feel Brooks. like on
3: any given Brooks night. just came back.
1: Yeah, Dylan Brooks just came back. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's been so many lineup changes. And for the simple fact they only lost twice without their MVP point guard that's amazing to me and i feel like they have a type of tempo and a type of style that can stay consistent in a seven game series to the point where they can potentially make it all the way i'm not going to say they're going to win the whole thing but i definitely think they got the tools and the capabilities to get to the nba finals and i'm sticking to that and i'm standing on it i'm memphis memphis grizzlies money line every game in the playoffs
2: i get and- i get what you're saying about that go here, but I do. I get what you're saying about that. I'm, I, I'm gonna go
3: after Kebo. I feel like you know they got the um they got what would translate <laughs> to playoff wins, which is aggression, defense, and they're not scared of anybody. Like, they got grit. They got that grit. Yeah, like and grit and heart. Like like I said, like they not scared of anybody, and they really just. They really have shown themselves over the, the course of this year, and but Ja has been getting better every year. Like every year, he's added something or refined something in his game, and it's to the point now. You really can't guard him, especially if he's hit, if he's hitting his three. What are you gonna do? You know. So it's like, and then you, but you look at them without Ja, like you said, twenty and two. All those people on their team is dogs. Like they are all like ready, not scared of anybody. They ready like to to knock off the top contender, and that's how they did that with the Warriors. Like they smoked the Warriors, they smoked the Suns, they beat everybody. They got my Nets. Like they got cool. every, they beat all off every team. Like,
2: hmm hmm They did. I I, and I do. I get. I get that. I do have the potential, but we all know like it's like a different. It's a different switch that. They, they get hit in the playoffs like it's a different type of gear it's like yeah like a lot of teams can't stop certain players that's on that team like a jaw you know like it, yes he's unstoppable but at the same time like that that togetherness is beautiful that is that is beautiful and i, I like i love that about them, you feel me like i i feel like they they can make they could go to the championship and win within the next two three years you feel me if they if all the chips is stacked correctly for them they could do that but they need another superstar like it's just because when them lights get shining real bright and it's that last little, little time frame in it you it's certain game plans that got to get put through certain players that you just know like that just can't be stopped like if certain players like a kevin durant a lebron when he's hot if like you know like not saying like just for right now but like certain players like kevin durant lebron d book we know how Chris Paul could control the whole tempo of a of both of both sides he could control the tempo of the game I know where you so going with that
1: you a Chris Paul guy I knew I knew it's gonna be Chris Paul yeah. Statement yeah. Coming, coming soon. It was coming.
2: I knew it was coming. Because, because, because at the same time he does, he does it so well. Like a Giannis, like you, you don't got them players to match up with that for real yet. Like they, they gonna get there, and they doing great right now. Like they, they showing that together. Showing together, you, you can't, you can't, you can't do nothing with them. And, but it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna turn into a whole different ball game in the playoffs. Like I, 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 respect them, and I, re- I respect, I respect what they're doing. And I love what they're doing. And I already know, Devo, you want them people that – you want the, the underdogs to come through and win. And I, I'm I, I'm a fan of them too.
1: But just like I'm also a fan of Nets.
2: people getting their flowers first. I'm a fan of people getting their flowers. Like, the well-deserved people that bust their ass and worked as hard as they could. And you feel me? They they had this happen. They showed up. And you feel me? Something just didn't go in their favor. And it's like, all right, back from redemption. Like, my my take is the Suns coming through. I I I, yeah, I, I got just, the Suns coming through for real. Like it, it just like it's really tough because if Memphis have to play like a team like uh, Nuggets, I'm throwing my bread on the Nuggets. On the Nuggets because it's it's just because MVP Joker. he's gonna try. He gonna try to come through with something totally different. And Kawhi can, might be yeah, able to play take, in a play-in too. He's gonna take a billion. Might. Yeah, but but at the same time, Kawhi might be able to play. Like they said, he's supposedly to be able to return after the play-in. If Kawhi comes back in the play, comes back after the play-in, and they have to see him PG Kawhi, I ain't gonna lie, I'm throwing my bread on Kawhi now to come back and and, and beat that Memphis Memphis team. Like I don't if, see them if, losing if, the first if, round. If hopefully.
1: we're fifth, we we'll all be drunk right now. That's Dre
2: he's literally
1: been smirking though. the whole time without saying anything.
2: But I just want to the the Clippers.
1: When Chris Paul goes down, Cameron Payne can't get you twenty points. When John Morant goes down, D'Anthony Milton has scored twenty point games consistently. Um, Dylan Brooks, twenty points a game w- when he's on. Desmond Bain, twenty five when he's
2: on. Like Chris Paul not even. Chris Paul don't he. He he doesn't even try to give you twenty points a game, so that's the reason why it wouldn't work for him. But if you're talking about he doesn't like, know how to control it, th- he, he doesn't.
1: But Cameron Payne doesn't know how to control the offense like Chris Paul,
2: so that's when why. Chris Paul like, went out, he's Cameron Payne He's done DC. a great job. He's done a great yeah. Job. He done a great he's job. done a great job. I mean, when, when Chris Paul out. was out, is Cameron, Cameron
1: Payne going to carry through a, a seven-game series? Like they won't need
2: him goes. to because Chris Paul.
1: He gonna he gonna be I'm saying if he goes down, that's what I'm saying. Like what you just say. if you just say.
2: I'll be drunk. If it was a fifth, we all saying, be drunk. Man.
1: That's what I'm saying. No, but I'm I'm just I'm just bring things in perspective. Chris Paul has been the healthiest in the playoffs, and when it comes right. to right. playoff basketball, people mm-hmm. tend to get hurt. So I'm yeah. saying, like in the playoffs, if these things are like I, I know what I just said, but that's what D book is for. These, these, these things are inevitable, like they're going, they're they're going to happen. Somebody's going to get that's- it, it hasn't been 100 percent um, healthy playoff series since I don't know when since what the seventies and I think they were still getting hurt then because they were wearing Chuck Taylors. But uh <laughs> I just go to say like it's very it's 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 very evident for people to get hurt and it's all about next man up. Next man up is the best
2: man. Deep book. He he gonna control the tempo too. Like he. But next when, man when up when also, out, also
1: resonates with the bench players as well and the Grizzlies their whole team like that whole team camaraderie it's it's been something i i haven't seen with the bulls it's something i haven't seen with the nets like they have fun they go out there fun
2: yeah they yeah, having fun they having fun oh, it's like they call each other up like hey like like, like they pick a hand in, in the bag and be like this who's taking off tonight like like that's i feel what like they they just, like just they, they just that.
1: dance before pregame like they don't they can't even, they like they know what they're going to do like they just have they, like they just be kicking it
2: and hey, but, how, but the Bucks be. had that one year too, and they lost that same year in the first round to the hoop, Miami Heat, because they they having a great year. They was doing their dances, and they it was having a great time. And they got smoked in that in that first round or second round. Bubble got, got the different. Second round. My fault. Jim,
1: Jimmy, nah. Jimmy, Jimmy. Jimmy. No. Jimmy with no haircut was different in the bubble. Yeah. Jimmy but thought we, he was Michael Jordan in the bubble. Jimmy thought he was literally Michael Jordan in the bubble.
2: And
1: that could that cannot be denied. Duncan Robinson thought he was um Larry Bird. Hey, Jimmy but they say
2: they say they say Jimmy is Jordan's son. I don't believe conspiracy theories, but they say Jimmy is his long.
0: Who, yeah. who, who said, said that? said Call <laughs> the police on them. Tell <laughs> them they right say, now. They, they said the it's his long
2: lost son. Hey, the way that it's put together, it sound it sound about good, bro. I
0: seen you know, honestly, I, don't I just don't think that. Memphis is really going to be. Like, I, I don't think they gonna, I think they gonna put out in the first round. I, I do, I do definitely think that. I will, <laughs> I I,
2: yeah.
0: I don't, I don't know about yeah. first round.
1: Do you wanna put some money it. on that? Yeah, we exactly. can. Like, okay.
0: I, I faithfully believe if they, if they plan to play the Clippers, they are gonna be put out in the first round though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. solid yeah. list. <laughs> Only
1: 10. 50 bones, 50 bones right now. I'm i'm on, 50 yeah. bones.
0: <laughs> 50 bones, yeah man, cause I just, I don't know. I feel like in a way, and I don't even wanna be biased, but I do feel like, what, they got five games left? Play-in may start. We in the first week of April, probably
2: no, play start. April, like, it's the first week of April right now.
0: Yeah. Are so you right, going to play-in?
2: They probably going to No, play-in. no, the, the uh, Clippers isn't playing.
0: They in the play-in. We're going to beat the Timberwolves and move past them. Excuse us. We're not even going to waste our time with them.
1: This is an unbiased platform, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Yeah, this is an unbiased platform. <laughs> But I do think that when they if they, they Memphis play anybody else, I think they're gonna be. I just don't think they can beat the Clippers with Paul George without John Moran. That's my biggest thing. Yeah, that's, that's my only. He's gonna be back by the playoffs, bro. That's, that's play in is what they said. He was at least two weeks. That's at least. So we really don't know
1: when he really gonna come back. John Moran comes back off high right ankle sprains that take six to eight weeks in three weeks. So he's definitely going
2: to be back for the, <laughs> the playoffs. That's why
1: he—that's he he why he'd be hurt. We literally thought his season was over with twice.
0: Yeah, back from injuries. Yeah, for all fast, of us, fast fast we've been John Moran fans since he first got in the league. We always rooting for him when he was on Murray State. So we all really liked the man, and we know he cold for sure. Every single one of us. But I feel like his team has done great in the regular season against. And they in the Clippers. Yeah. They were better than Wait, the Clippers and Records. They better
2: than bet bet all of our teams, honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like they better
1: than a lot of teams. But <laughs> when that comes to was, Kevin the was there when, when Memphis came
3: to Chicago.
2: <laughs> Besides my sons. He went to the game when they when they, oh that's tough.
3: I was done. I saw Dry do the uh, 360 layup. I oh, said, What I I didn't know it was gonna be that fast in real life. Every time <laughs> I <tried.
1: laughs> Wait, so he moves a lot faster, like way faster than he do, like you just watching it on TV,
3: yeah. So, like, it looked fast on TV. I watched his highlights, I've been seeing his highlight for like years. Real life, though, I looked up, I was looking on my phone, I looked up, and he was driving through 360 layup. He did it in like half a second, and it was over, and he was running back on defense.
0: Man, how, like, man. I'm like, what? It was crazy, but that with the hot takes of the week because I just can't believe that. No, that's yeah, actually that not even mean, really a hot take. It's, Memphis, it's, not, it's not a bad hot take. Yeah, because if know. Memphis get job, they could really they could really beat a lot of teams. They could really hey, beat yeah. a lot of teams.
1: Hey, Brooklyn better get it together, though. I will say that. I don't yeah. like hey, it.
2: I mean, hey. we're temp. We're perfectly fine. It's okay.
1: Y'all not perfectly Today. fine. Y'all if, not perfectly fine, cause it's literally, it's literally, it's literally the team that the playing.
2: Yeah, I I, 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 I'm. Y'all I'm have the
1: toughest road to the
0: championship right y'all now. Y'all have the toughest road to the championship right now. I have the toughest road. If y'all, they, that's oh, why what?
2: when he go through there and he, I got y'all. Uh, come on, I y'all gotta that's play. I gotta,
1: a, gotta a, play the hottest, a, hottest a, rap in gotta play the hottest rap in the NBA. that's all I gotta say. I gotta the hottest rap in the NBA
2: and
3: Lamelo Ball and Scary Terry. I'm really cool on that. You remember what happened last time we played them?
2: Fine with that. That's
3: last time.
2: This this
1: playing.
3: Somebody,
2: somebody gave him. sixty. The first time we he came back and played them. That's why gave he him, him
0: beat another it. forty. <laughs> That's next. Point it's only on crazy, beat beat Charles and Kevin. Y'all gonna when y'all really think about it. Y'all gonna have to play either the Hornets or the Hawks. Whoever finishing that round. Then y'all gonna have to, y'all gonna have to play both of them on top of that. Because I think Cleveland gonna beat Atlanta. I really do think they're going to beat them in a Please play game. Hey, game. it's
2: still five games.
0: We still got like four or five games. There's just way too. I mean,
2: if we're talking about right now what the NBA is right yeah. now, based off like y'all saying, yeah, sure. All right, we got a tough road ahead of us, but
1: we finna have have miss 20 shots. That's all I got to say. Sure. Kyrie missed 20 he, shots. He, he missed, he, the, missed hey. the efficiency. He is still. You have it happen. You're right. 20 shots? I've never seen Kyrie miss 20 shots. I promise you. I I 20, first for
2: everything. That's I all I'm saying. It's the first for everything. 20, Dang, Charles,
0: y'all got four games right.
2: We got four games left. We play yeah, Rockets. Y'all could
0: win three of these games easily. York, four, four of them, really. Four. four you no, crazy. three. What? Three.
2: Who's the team that we we might lose to?
0: Ben
1: Cleveland hey, money line hey, when you
0: play
1: y'all. Hey, sp- hey speaking of the Rockets, Denny Green has 30 points. Evan in and Mosley
0: mostly he back.
1: Denny Green has had four
0: 30-point 30, um, 30 games straight. As a rookie, the last two rookies to do that was Hufferson and who else? It wasn't James Harden, no. I told
1: y'all stop playing about Jalen Green. He just had a 30-point game, him and Josh Christopher. Shout-out, Jacob. Shout-out,
0: oh, Jacob. Both Houston's actually well put together. They have a nice team. They just, you know. They're young. They're super yeah, young. Yeah, they're just young. You know what I'm saying? You came to a lot of ahead. games with 19 year old And so is Christian being, Wood. Being your focal point. And hey, mm-hmm. give Christian Wood one more year, maybe two. No, I'll give him two solid years. he would be like a two. top. You have two, yeah. Solid two years. He he, a top three, top five big for sure. I haven't been hearing much about him. He not been doing much lately. Like, like, I think he's trying to get out.
3: I wouldn't he be trying He's a great I, player, I, though.
0: Once. He's a 19-8 I, I, I like, again.
1: I like, I like Sangon. I like Sangon potential in Houston. But I feel like he's going to compliment the team more than Christian Wood. Christian Wood thinks he's Tim Duncan, so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, hey,
0: oh hey, uh, man, but oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Shout out Manu, made it to the Hall of Fame, hey, man. Yeah. drop the ball. Hey, it's, like, it's it's, right for hey. All right, but man, See, that I, was
2: crazy though. We gonna yeah, move on. Cool, I guess. That's Manu, bro. But my thing—you can't just get Six Manu. Manu, a yeah. shout
1: out halfway through the show. It's like Manu is. Come on now, Manu <laughs> out Manu Shout out, Manu first, man. That that was very biased. It was very what? biased. that very was expert, that was a great man. shout out. I knew it was an
0: expert. Like, come on man. I'm congratulating, you feel me, the success of play. I'm a gr- congratulating the player about their success. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I will be happy. It was you know, many no, other I'm players
1: that, that, that had got inducted, which you just named my Shout out Tim
0: yeah, Hardaway. Yeah, I mean, you I know. You. Shout out Tim Hardaway.
1: Not shout out Tim Hardaway. You're shout out Tim
0: Hardaway, yeah. <laughs> shout out Tim Hardaway senior. But a good question now to move on to. Since we're talking about the playoffs, do you think the playoffs test mental toughness or physical skill more so? Can't be both. You got to choose one or the other. It's literally both, Jay. It's literally both. I know, but... It's literally both, bro. It's always one more more or the other, man. So go ahead. Mental. 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 Yeah,
2: everything is mental.
0: Paul
1: George, he literally proved it was mental. When he was pandemic P, he said it was because he was
3: going through mental health issues. So it's
1: Mm -hmm. all mental.
2: Oh mental that's of
3: course yeah yeah a lot of things just come down to your mentality because you can you can have you know like if we're gonna argue what is, is it physical or mental you can be playing in a game and you can sprain your ankle but if you have the mental to endure it throughout the game just because you're trying to win, that's your mentality over the physical because you can go to a space in your brain where the pain isn't even there. And it's just all about unlocking that. I mean,
2: okay. I do agree with that. I, I understand what y'all are saying. I, I at first I was thinking it's definitely mental too. Um it has a lot to do with skill though. Like it has a like a, a, a real lot to do with skill because that that's when that's when the skill, that's when you know who's the actual
0: if you had to give it a percentage, what would you for, say?
2: Like the better hmm, – 60-40.
1: I say mental, bro, because like
2: I want to bring up mental, I
1: guess. I want to bring up CPS basketball as uh one thing. CPS basketball, we know, is like the toughest basketball in the country. Uh, so, great. I feel like these things, Bogan, Simeon, um, Kirby, Whitney Young, uh, Kenwood, it's all mental. You can have the best skill on your team, but if Simeon comes in the gym like, oh, yeah, I'm about to like literally dog y'all. Full court press, clapping in your face, screaming in your face. You could be top five player in the um, ESPN 100. But if your mental ain't there and they and they own you and they smell blood, you're over with. Because if your mental not there, your skill set not going to be there. You're going to start causing turnovers. You're, you're not going to be thinking. Your IQ is not going to be up there. And I feel like IQ and all that intertwines with mental and mentality. So I feel like mm-hmm. if that gets affected, then are you truly yourself on the court? Because your mentality is how you carry yourself on the court. So if your identity gets taken away from you once you're on that hardwood, then who are you really are in the sense? But at the
2: but at the same time, I mean, yeah, that's definitely true. But that's when that's when the teams be trying to do a physical thing like it it's like they play that like they play a physical part to make you think you feel me like it's it's things that they're doing that physically like back when you know when it was their detroit versus uh the bulls but sort of thing, you know them pushing jordan out to uh and all this other stuff like that that was he had to literally because jordan already had it mentally he know he had to physically go get bigger and tell him, like, he already had the mental. you feel me? He had to physically go say, all right, I need to go get bigger. Let's go back round two, you feel me? Check it out. Like, But with that, you know, his that's, mentality that's right again.
1: had to too, because he was, he was expecting to get every foul called, whatever the case may be. So his mentality had to change, too. Like, oh, I understand that every foul is not going to be called. Let me get stronger and have it in my mental. Oh, I know every foul is not going to be called, so let me go out there and hoop now. But when you have the mentality that the game is just going to be called by the book, then – that's all, you, that's all you really know, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Because you, you're not going to expect that aggressive mentality, that physicality on the court. So all you processing in your head is, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to call this. They're going to call that. Now you're getting elbowed. you get smacked in the face by Bill Beer, And you're expecting them to call it. They're not saying nothing. Right. Now, like, your mentality is triggered, in a sense. Like, these guys mm-hmm. are tough mentally. So, and I feel like the bad boy is just the uh, – <laughs> The, the tougher team, both mentally and physically, but I feel like yeah. they had the edge mentally. Which is one of the <clears throat> championships they did.
2: So mm-hmm. you just gotta believe that you're really more skilled. That's how they really did.
0: Yeah, I think mental toughness is just one of the toughest things about um, just sports in general. I feel like physical skill does play a big part too. Like they both play a part. I feel like mental stuff that helps you with your actions. That helps you with what you want to do. That helps you figure out what decision to make best. And it's like, if you don't know what's the decision to make, if you don't know when to take a, make the right shot or pass the game over, like in all actuality, and that's stuff that really play a part and you see in every single playoff. Somebody have just a brain fart. Like they just literally have a bad moment, bad decision. But we're going to move on, Charles. Start one, bench one, cut one. Let me know something, man.
2: All right, so uh, start one, bench one, cut one. We got Jordan Poole, T.J. Maxey, and call Tyler Hero. <laughs> I mean, Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey. <laughs> and then and, uh, Tyler Hero. So start one, bench one, cut one. I'll start off. So just to start it off, I think I'll have to, I'll have to start with Jordan Poole just because his scoring ability is just different to using um, – I'm a bench Tyler Hero because he's just as he's just as gifted. You feel me? He's just as talented scoring wise, and it's just like a it's just like I believe in the in the things that he was doing in the uh, bubble and everything. But it's just like after the bubble, he ain't, he ain't produced the same way. So it's it's, it's a consistent thing right now. It's just like all right, he had one. Great year, and then went down. Now he's having a, another like you know decent year. But Jordan Poole recently just been he been the man for the Golden State, and I'm gonna have to uh, bench Tyrese Maxey just because I he just he just gotta give me a couple more years. Wait, so you cutting Tyler Hero? Nah, I mean I'm cutting I'm cutting Tyrese Maxey. Actually, I'm just I'm
3: benching Tyler Hero. Oh, okay, but okay, I'm starting. Um, I'm starting Hero. And mm. I am benching pool. Mm. I like Jordan pool. Like, he, I feel like he got the skill set like a perfect six man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he can give you a, a bunch of offense when you need it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's shooting off the dribble or, you know, he can do a little bit of playmaking. Uh, but I'm starting hero because I feel like he can do everything Jordan pool could do, but he can do it better, honestly. And mm. he's shown it, he's shown it more often. Uh, he did have a down season last year. You know, that the whole sophomore, uh, sophomore slump. But besides that, I just think he's overall better. And uh, his value is a little bit more than Jordan Poole. Like, if we look at, like, games over 25 points, pretty sure Tyler Harrell has, you know, a, a significant amount more than him. Uh, and I'm cutting Maxi because uh, I just think the other two players do everything he does a little bit better. Uh, but I do like Maxi a lot, though. I like his, his motor. I like his approach towards the game. But like I said, I think uh, Tyler Hero is the best out of the three, and Jordan Poole just plays like perfect six-man basketball. So that's what I'm doing.
0: Ooh. You say Jordan Poole play perfect six-man basketball. I got to side with Kevin on that, too. Yeah, that's that's not a bad take right there. I think um, me personally, I think I'll go with the uh, definitely. I don't know. I'm more so starting Tyrese Maxey. I think him, I just feel like personally, he's a good one, he's a decent defender. Uh, mm-hmm. Two, he's a decent three point shooter as well. Offensively, he doesn't have as well as a setup game as cool and Tyler Hero. Of course not. But he consistently can get you 10 to 15 a night, though. I like that. Is, that's true. He, he will get you that. No matter what, he'll get you that. He will guard your best point guard. And defensively, he's done well against point guard. And Melo, have done well against him. Jaw hooped on him. But, you know what I'm saying, he still made Ja have more turnovers on him than he had on any other guard when they played Philly. So it's just like, in actuality, how he's playing against good guards, it's kind of showing, like, he, he there defensively. Offensively, his game just needs to be there. And I wouldn't mind having somebody start on my team who's going to lock up one, give me both, give me great areas of great defense and great offense. I need you 50-50 on both ends. Not to say Tyler Hero don't do that, but his defense ain't as good as Maxi, nor is it good as Poole. He's a great offensive player, but he, like y'all say, he's had shooting slumps, which is why he'd be cut on my list and Poole coming off the bench, because Poole's used to coming off the bench. He started this year, of course, but he's developing his game more, He's scoring a lot more this year. And if y'all look at it, because I've been betting on it recently, hit four rebounds, four assists, a lock every time for Jordan Poole. That's all I got to say to y'all, man. A lock every single time. You're, cutting, you're, you're, you're
1: cutting Tyler Hero for Tyrese Maxi.
0: Yeah, that's for good. sure. For sure. So, for, sure. Um,
2: I mean, for sure. I mean, I feel Devo. like that's just crazy just because
0: of that. Yeah. What about you, Charles G?
2: No, no. Go ahead, Devil. Um.
1: I just – I can't fathom the reason why you would start Tyrese Maxey over Tyler Hero when Tyler Hero has proven to be a certified bucket and be more of a scoring threat and also pass the ball and also, like, rebound at an efficient level. Like, he's like – it would be some games he would get Jimmy Butler numbers. He would get 29-8, 27-6, like – He's multifaceted when it comes to his position. Like, you just can't categorize him and put him in a box. Like, he can shoot the three. He can shoot the midi. He can do a floater. Um, He runs the whole offense, essentially, when Cal Lowry and Jimmy Bullock's on the bench.
0: But he sucks defensively, though. That's my only thing. That's what I was saying.
1: My my thing is this. You can suck defensively when Miami is a – defensive-minded team like everybody on there can can switch everybody on there can stick defense to a certain degree so Tyler Hero doesn't have to be the best defender because he has Max Struss he has P.J. Tucker Kyle Lowry like they they got they're they're guys that can switch on off the ball at any given moment and they play Mm -hmm. defense like you don't have to be the best defender when you're playing team ball at the end of the day so and I and I feel like the Warriors have to do that more because the Warriors suck at defense. Um Philly, I will say that Tyrese Max is a is a hell of a defender, but with the whole structure of the Miami Heat team, you could just see like they putting Tyler Herro in the right position to so showcase all of his skills and all of his assets. And I just feel like he can provide more to a team than Jordan Poole and um Tyrese Maxie can because like Kevin said. Tyrese Maxey in the Caliber with those guys but Tyler Hero and Jordan Poole do way more than Tyrese
2: Maxey as far as like within their respective categories. Mhm because yeah that yeah that I mean that's definitely a big thing too because they they are scores but they are they could be floor generals when needed to be. You feel me like they don't got to just get cell phone, like they know how to go get make sure somebody else go get a bucket. You know right. like and Jordan Poole was doing a great job at that when 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 uh, Clay was out and it was him and Steph him and Stephen and everything like he was doing a great job at that like he would get his little twenty points or whatever case may be from time to time but he also just make sure Steph is getting his and if they double team and Steph you know Jordan Poole was making them have to like all right let's we gotta we can't necessarily just make sure that he get the ball because he get the ball it could be a bucket too. Like I ain't gonna lie, he was he 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 don't he don't have no fear for like he don't fear no no opponent, no teammates, no nothing. So yeah,
0: I understand that. Then I feel like it's just it's all depends on what like they all how they progress in these next couple of years because low key Tyler Hero points been going up since he joined the league. He was averaging thirteen, mm-hmm. he was averaging fifteen, and now he averaged he was he averaged twenty this year, twenty five and 4, basically. And then Tyrese Maxey was averaging eight his first year, and now he averaging 17 this year, G, a whole 11-point jump. So it's like you to see them in a third year and then can be, able, be able to compare them would be way better because Tyrese, for him to jump up 11 points, it's kind of nice. He's shooting four threes a game and hitting 41% of that. That's really good considering Tyler Hero shooting 39% from three. You know what I'm saying, G? Mm-hmm. So it's just like. He, like you could have either or for, with, with me. It's like he averages three more points, which is cool. But at the same time, what's the name? Shooting way better from three, which is he's supposed to be a better three point shooter than him. Like he the that room, much
3: value different. Tyler Hero would take like 11 threes a game. Yeah, I just say that
0: take, he take he takes six threes a game and he hit 2.8 threes a game. Tyler Hero do. Tyrese Maxey take four point one threes a game and he hit. Uh,
2: 1.9 a game. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Tyler Hero just lost... He just lost me a bit, so I'm just... I'm just <laughs> you just ain't really rocking really with him right now. I ain't really rocking right right with him right bro. All, all I needed was two threes, though. that's all I'm saying. You know,
0: You're right, i just, I,
2: I just have to put that out there, bro. Like, he gave me one. He, he, lost, he lost, me too, lost me a bet too, bro.
0: He lost me a bet the other he day. Won, he won, I had won won him under five
1: assists last night, and he had eight. Oh,
0: yeah. See... Man, you know, we're giving you the right money lines, man. Unbiased <laughs> platform. But that'll be all for this week's episode of Drop the Ball. Tune in next week as we give you a weekly update of your world of professional sports. See y'all next week, man. Y'all. Yeah.